Okay, so you both seem to have clapped at the same time. That's great. D, uh, for the rest of forever, just will never take off noise cancellation. Therefore, all of his claps will always be silent, and he will hurt himself for no reason. Uh, and yet, and yet there I will always be a recorded... have it disabled at all times, and so you can hear me when I go. Yes, and that's why that's why though you never hear the clap, but then the anguish pain afterwards. <laughs> it's ah. I'm petting so my dog. Duncan is stroking the dog. Well, I mean, uh, I'm obviously just using a really shitty optical illusion. She's like ten feet away from me. Nothing, nothing better than forced perspective, eh? Yep. Yeah, I'm. It's like Lord of the Rings. I'm actually twelve feet tall. That's a normal sized dog over there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, perfect. Hey, wait, hold on. Show non-video participants. Use can disappear. Right. Based. Uh, speaking of disappearing, this is the Immaterial Games podcast. It is. And, uh, Can't yeah. prove otherwise. And it's a three-person podcast. And we got uh, Duncan. We got the got Ryan. And I've got a confession to make. So you've so, got a feeling? So as you, as you can see on the screen, I have uh, cleaned my face. Uh, yeah, thoroughly. Yeah. Slight, Scrub that shit clean. Slight problem. I haven't. I just need to get into my final form here, so just one one moment. Oh my god. Has he really actually put on some kind of makeup or prosthetic? Or... <sighs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done, you monster? So I was, I was wondering, you look so like porcelain smooth. It's like why would he do that? How did he do that? <laughs> He's a fucking Saiyan. <laughs> He's just like, and this is to go a step even further beyond. <laughs> this is some kind of um, so, so facial can... shaving software of some kind. Uh, yeah, kind of. It's a, it's a filter. Um, so we're recording this on. The fifteenth. Well, uh, well, you know, number. that's a matter of perspective. Yeah, I say recording. You're hearing this from the eighteenth. That sounds right. Eighteenth. Well. Yeah, eighteenth. Months already all half over. Can you believe it? Well. And, uh, yeah, oh. Desert Bus is going on at the moment. The do, do, do. the, the virtual oh, Desert Bus. Bust. And if it, if it wasn't for the fact that their whole gimmick is about that, I would have been really tempted to be playing Desert Bus VR while we were doing the podcast recording. Yeah, that'd be yeah. fun. Um, <laughs> uh, I, mean, yeah. I mean, you know, someone's got it. I mean, actually, someone has access to my library. I mean, no, actually, don't do that. It'll send my voice into a robot. Yep. Um, yeah, but what they were doing in the middle of it was, and Martin's there as well. Say hi, Martin. No. Good no. boy, Martin. I would love if it was just like a middle finger just appear like over your head. It's just like, it's like thank you, Martin. It's been worse. But um, yeah, one of the things they did at the beginning was they 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 messed around that they could put because they're doing the stream all remotely through OBS and other sort of stuff. Mm. Um, they're all their own homes and they can use their own programs and stuff. And one of them was Snap Camera, the Snapchat filter thing that's available for PC. And okay. they were pointing through that. And one of the things they did was was uh, the remove beard. Oh God. <laughs> Um, so uh, I'll just pop that back there. But the the other thing that they did at one point was that they made their faces anime. Now this doesn't work <laughs> for me because the anime Why, because tries you're to... already anime. No, because it it does a character based off your facial form and stuff like that. And Snapchat has decided for me that my facial form is that of a twenty year old woman. Ah, 
that's kind of bizarre. You're a twenty-year-old, you're a woman, Harry. Kind of so. No, Miko or whatever um, from Attack on Titan. Yeah, and, <laughs> and and as you can see, sometimes it goes from brown to ginger. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> if you look down, you turn into a totally different person. Wait, oh no. God! Like, hey, like your glasses show up when you turn when you look down. When you were in the glasses pose, you looked like from a thingy. <laughs> oh, oh, it's so disturbing! Oh, now you're blonde. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on. One oh, you. You look like you're like. Oh, there we go. It doesn't make any sense. My, I oh, I think I. You know what? I just figured it out. I know why you're a girl. It's because their your glasses are being are like in, being interpreted as like 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 eyeshadow and long eyelashes is turning you into a woman. But yeah, I, I'm also a dwarven anime female because the beard's still there. <laughs> ah, that's horrifying. Ah. So yeah, so that was um, that was that was one of them. But the other thing that I that I saw, and this one, you really need to prepare for evolving. this. You need to prepare for this one. So, so oh just, god, just, just just one second. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, Baby face. Uh, I like that. There's just a random shitty 3D. Rattle just wiggling on the bottom of the screen. That's not That's a... horrifying. Oh, girl. <laughs> now, imagine if you had that with the no beard, that would just be even worse. Yeah, okay. I mean... so when is the anime baby filter coming in? I don't know, but I do have one personal favorite because we've got a new pet in the house. <gasps> Wait, here he is. Oh my god, it's a kitty. It's, I don't know where I am, where, where I'm oriented relative to you, but on my screen, I'm scratching your cat's head. On my side, too. <gasps> you killed him. <laughs> He's dead. Amber, why can't you climb on my head? All I can do is pretend to scratch you from over there. Then you get itchy and go scratch yourself. Yeah. Of course, of course, abandon me in my time of need. So um, you'd never abandon me, would you, Max? Oh God, he's multiplying. Um, although the best thing is, as well, <laughs> is I can do this. Uh, <laughs> did you ever see that 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 uh, short video of that the the cat singing Sandman? Like bum 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 bum. Mister Sandman. So anyway, enough about what I've been doing this week, as you can clearly tell. It's a TikTok. That's what it is, obviously. How how he is how he is doing, and while 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 user while user are discussing that, I'm just gonna go and take this train. Oh my god, the music cued in so perfectly. It says I'm listening to Mr. Sandman, right? Anyway. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I'm like having that, too much fun like with that, this. It's like that movie, um, what's it called? Uh, Limitless? <laughs> yeah. It's just well, those weird scenes where it's just like tripping out, just constantly zooming in through this weird... Because well, of the pill that he's taking. Well, if it's yeah. if it, everything started to fold, it'll be like the um, Doctor Strange. Mm. <laughs> yeah. What's it called? Fractals. Uh, Fractal displacement or something. Ah. Oh. Ooh, hold on. All right. Well. Okay. So. Um, while while used to explain how your week actually has gone, because D, you just went. Uh. Um. It's just been quiet. It's lockdown, so I haven't actually gone out this week. Mm. And you put uh, on a psychedelic, babe. He's uh, he's tripping balls. Oh no, he turned into Andros there for a second. Oh, oh god, he's back. He's gonna <laughs> shooting squares at us. Quick, <laughs> is... shoot bombs in his mouth. Well, this is um... sinister. Oh, this, is a, this is a literal nightmare. <laughs> yep. Uh, what was uh, 
one of the other things I've been doing is I've clicked, I've basically ticked off Christmas off freaking ready and delivered the presents. You see, you're not the only one <laughs> on that. Oh, yeah, um, Christmas. That's a thing. Martin, Martin, Martin and Don have pretty much got that done. I've done so like how much? How much of you's got left? Christmas. I wish I could just yeah, pretend down to three. Just erase Christmas. Just got to deal with my brother. I don't want to do it. Don't want to do it anymore. I've done mum and dad and my brother and my sister and the kids. And mm. so I've done like the immediate family. Okay, that's, that's all cool. quite off. I am ready to 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 do that. I just haven't figured out what yet. So. That's um, already got his in the ground. Oh, dear lord. No. No. Well, He's melting. Oh, that reminds me of a trip. A really bad trip. You had a really bad trip? Is it something that you can tell what on the podcast? <laughs> what was it, like in Florida or something? Uh, was it edible? Sheep. Kind of. Did you get given the cakes from space? I've had space cakes, but no. Not that one. That one right. was you are a space cake. That one was more like an LSD kind of deal. No worries. No worries. Um, so, there is a tiny bit of gaming news that happened, and it was one that I thought, oh, for a second, we might not have to slag off Ubisoft for a bit. Uh, what did Ubisoft do now? Um, well, Ubisoft were involved in a hostage situation yesterday. Like uh, their office in... hostage situation? Or... Uh, well, it turned out no. But there were reports yesterday, as we record, so on the 14th, mm. of a hostage situation developing in Ubisoft's office in Montreal. Okay. Uh, Montreal. Reports were saying various amounts of people were taken hostage between 10 and 30, depending on who you spoke to. Okay. And All of them. All of the people and, taken uh, hostage. You know, swap, swap were there, ready to do stuff. There were reports that stuff that there was an armed robbery going on. They just happened to end up in the Ubisoft building to, you know, shore up defences, a last stand. All the all the employees were up on the roof. They barricaded themselves in. And it turned okay. out the entire thing was a hoax. The, oh, good. The, the situation was a hoax. So, on the on the on the plus side, you know, all those Ubisoft employees are safe, and you know, that's that's that, all all good. That's always that's always good to hear. Yeah. Uh-huh. On the on the on the plus side, who's the fucking dick that's getting in the way of stuff that's happening there? Um just to also confirm by the way, we're just gonna bring it in. There may be a slight delay because I'm using Snap camera still, that there's a slight delay in me speaking and me moving my lips, which is why everyone else does the clap sync that we do pre recording. Okay. I see. So yeah, it's it's getting in the way of the sort of Ubisoft stuff. Now note that Ubisoft also have a way of getting people to to draw attention away from investigations that happen in the business, and that is release games. Mm. Uh, in two weeks, they released two games. They released Watch Dodge Legion, and they released Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, they're getting middling Valhalla. reviews. Valhalla, because while the gameplay is competent, it's okay. not much of a change from the games before. But Watch Dogs is more ambitious than um, Valhalla is because of the the whole roguelike mechanic of you can recruit all these people into DeadSec, but once they die, they die. Oh, That's mm. sort of the, okay. the, the big mechanic on that. But at the end of the day, it's still Watch Dogs, and it's still Assassin's Creed. And they've released their bugs and, and stuff like that. Now, granted, remember, these games were delayed for six to nine months due to profit margins. Mm. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's that sort because... of personal speculation. So they... So, so, okay. so, these, so these games came out and, and what they were not 
not not very not, no goo. Then 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 they're not goo. A bit, no goo. Well, critically, they're good. Well, I mean, but you know, that's how, like, that's how critics do. Yeah, the thing to take onto this is that reviews like, are was, uh, like like objective. Like film like, like film criticism is <laughs> we'll we'll call it we'll call it slanted, but. Mm. As far as video game criticism goes, is like if you get below like a lower than like a fifty-one in a major media outlet from a video game release, like you should be shot. Like you, you are not doing <laughs> your job cr- properly mm. as a video game developer at that point. Well, I mean, we say that. Do you remember how stupid it is that Metacritic is something that can determine whether a company gets a bonus or not? Hello, Obsidian. Hello, Fallout New Vegas. Hello, highly serviceable and very, very good game. Goodbye bonus because you missed one point on your Metacritic score. I don't remember that conversation. I don't know if I was private, but that's that sounds not good. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't that great. That like, sounds not good and also super gameable. Yeah. Super super exploitable. I don't. Yeah, I mean, that. yeah, I mean that's why Metacritic have done what they've they've done now. That that um. Critical reviews are was it sort of because now a lot of game companies are trying to use Metacritic as a a standard for whether a game is good or not, and they use a combination of uh, critic reviews and user reviews. Okay, that critic reviews can end up on Metacritic on day of release. User reviews are held for like seventy two hours or something. Because of the amount of review bombing that's going on, you know, someone doesn't like, someone doesn't like you, um, you know, Assassin's Creed because it's Ubisoft. Therefore, just give it a zero. Hmm. It's like no, I'm not gonna. No, no. There's a way you can do it. You can criticize a company without just review bombing all the games. It, you know, uh-huh. it, it does. It does lead to, you know, remember that sort of middle ground of remember the the high ups are the problem. At the, you know, at the, at the companies, not the developers. And people go, oh, what you're willing to review, for to ruin a developer's life to to do this? It's like mm, it's tough. It's tough, but people at the top need to be made accountable. And if it makes if it makes the developer's life better, you know, in the long run. Mm. So be it. But we've we've talked enough about them. We've talked mm. enough about them. Uh, any any them. any any other news anyone saw? Not really. Uh, I, you know, I'm probably the only one who cares about this. But apparently, it's, uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses is the best selling game in the series right now. So, hooray! Good for them, man. Three million sales. Never before done with the series. Good for them. Yay! Who? Oh, oh, don't do that, yeah. please. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, eh, you know, uh, it's a, it's still like a fairly like B tier game in terms of its mainstream popularity. The 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 Fire Emblem games, but I'm glad to see that they're getting uh, a little bit more exposed because I mean, it's one of the oldest franchises that has done so like middling in terms of financial success mm. like i if i recall correctly i think awakening was the first one in the series to break a million sales yeah and that was after 20 over 20 years of existing you mm. know like the game's been around since either the late 80s or 90 i'm not sure the the latest it would have started would have been like 1990, but it might have been like late 80s. It's super old, uh, and and it's always had like you know somewhere in like the 100 to 600 thousand sales range. So never like bad. Like it's always been profitable, but it's mm. never been like oh shit. Are you waiting for the new Fire Emblem game? You're not. No, no one is. Yeah. You know? It's like, oh yeah, this series still exists. I'll pick up a copy. That yeah, kind of thing, you know? it's it's weird how Fire Fire Emblem and Surprise Hit mm. could sort of you know sort of go hand in hand. I mean, I, yeah. I guess on this that three houses, I guess in terms of the internet gaming sphere, mm-hmm. is a lot more recognizable this generation than than others. 
Oh. And maybe that's uh-huh. probably because of the change of sort of gameplay. I mean, like, Duncan, you've, yeah, you've, it is you've played a, a lot of Fire Emblem games, haven't you, where you just said it's just linear progress from... Yeah, the, I mean, the original Fire Emblem games are literally just map after map of combat. Mm-hmm. There is, there, uh, you know, with some exceptions, there is, like, no... There's no, like, uh, I don't know, like, menu screen where you go, all right, let me mess around with my items and shit. You know, you yeah. get one screen, you get one map screen of that be- immediately before the fight where you can mess around with your units and your items and stuff, and then it's fight. You know, mm. you don't shop, you don't buy anything, you know, you don't do sport conversations, you don't do, you don't do shit. You just get in and go. And I assume, and assume at that point that, that sort of led, like, um, inventory management was part of the sort of game as well because if you've got no shop you're just getting sort of weapons that you scavenge from the fights and i'm well, assuming that durability are, system has stayed through all the thing well there are there are shops i don't know if it was over always shops or I, I i i'm not familiar with pre-international games of which there's mm. like six or seven yeah um but i know that at least as of the international versions there were always shops but they were like on the map and you had to in the middle of the comic you have to take time to go to those shops oh. and spend time at them and which which, them. which now i'm feeling that's a little bit weird there's a massive war going on between two factions and there's just this shopkeeper in the middle just like oh i wonder yeah. if they're going to arrive yet oh you know i could use a new sword you know this is getting a little it's a little dink it's a little dented you know I'll throw this out yeah. Yeah, welcome to Jeff shopping of mercantile. Um, but uh, yeah, what was it? I was gonna say. But so yeah, there was there was the first big like revolution. There was oh god, Kenny. Oh my god, it does look like Kenny, <laughs> like gangster Kenny. I don't know. <laughs> I'm popping through the hoodie. You are. You have two shoulders, two sets of shoulders. Um, yeah, I bet this doesn't work. Teeth whitener. Uh, I, I don't think it did anything. <laughs> don't know. But what was I gonna say? I'm, I'm distracted. Three um, Sorry, go on. <laughs> so, so. Three the, at one point, they did give you like a uh, an over map, an over like an overview map in uh, Sacred Stones. I think that was the first game to have that. Mm. Then that actually got nixed. For similar but not quite the same mechanics in the next two games, and then it got a little bit more free with the uh, the 3DS games, a little bit more, I guess, traditional in terms of its uh, layout and menuing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we got end up with the three houses system, which is like the fighting is like a tertiary part of the game at this point. Like yeah. it's you know like you spend your entire month teaching class. Like hanging out at school, eating meals with your classmates, having tea time, and then occasionally yeah. you get into fights. You know, like once a month. It's it's yeah. like it's insane how little fighting there is, or how small of a, like a ratio of the overall gameplay fighting is in this mm. recent Harlem game. So I guess there is the the prospect of like a, a broader appeal because there's more mechanics, more stuff in it. Mm. And it's funny too because it's like it's not even like. You would think, oh, international release, bigger market. That must be the correlation between the the series breaking out into the mainstream. Uh, you know, it's like, oh, well, we're selling to everybody now. Therefore, we must have more sales. No, actually, uh, Fire Emblem didn't really get popular again, like I said, until the 3DS games, starting with Awakening. Mm. Uh, you know, the sales for Path of Radiance for the GameCube, Radiant Dawn for the Wii kind of mediocre like not great ready dawn almost killed the franchise it was not a really well selling game it was very expensive Ooh. to make and said sold kind of poorly uh, i mean like not awful but like they it was like break even kind of deal like it was like well it's a wash i guess yeah but yeah no 3ds best selling handheld in the series uh best handling best selling handheld console going at the time and Awakening being like, my in my opinion, the best game in the series, certainly one of the best uh, overall, just by mm. fan reactions and critic scores. It's to go hand in hand to make 
finally a really successful game and a really in a, in a series that hasn't had that kind of success. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to more stuff from the Fire Emblem franchise because I feel like there hasn't been a perfect Fire Emblem game yet, but every game the that game has battle. come out since Awakening has had one new perfect element in it. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I think don't eventually think, I don't all think they three hours would work without its school mechanic, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, it's like it's different, and I like parts of it, and I, I wouldn't mind seeing it. Uh, repackaged in a different way. I would like mm-hmm. to see, I don't know, less of it or a streamlined version of it. It's a little bit it's too much, I think. Mm. Well, I mean, let's let's be honest with, with Better Together. You've only really sort of cracked the, the war phase. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it, we've been playing that game for a long time. Yeah. We have both, uh, we have both completed off-screen, like, two playthroughs apiece, two and a mm. half playthroughs apiece. Uh, and we're super casual players compared to some people. Mm. Um, which, as a as a as a thing on that, uh, for the for like the couple of viewers that are around, hi mom, better together is is coming back. It's just we we just need to get everything reset up after Spooktober. It kind of threw us for a yeah. loop. Yeah, we're we're in a bit of a weird place. We're still making. You have to be psycho content, and Andrea hasn't been in the mood for recording. Uh, but I, I messaged her, and, and and she's away this weekend, so we're not getting anything done this weekend. But mm. starting hopefully either Sunday or Monday, we're going to start uh, getting back into some recording. I don't know if we're going to finish up Psycho before we go back to the other stuff, or if we're going to just get this rank of content. I'll get back to you on that. Mm. Which uh, can show on that as well as of oh, yeah. the day's recording. That's oh yeah okay. I was about to say it's at two hundred and fifty-six views at the moment. Yeah, let's talk about that news. Yeah, in a uh, week. In, a, in week. a week, boys. Remember, I was telling you, it's like, oh, if we can get a, a video that got, you know, a hundred views in a week, it'd be like, we're doing it. We're getting there, guys. Yeah, I mean, uh, two hundred and fifty-seven. Uh, yuppie psycho you know what i'm just, sorry while we're in the middle of the podcast i just need to photocopy my soul so if you just give me one second we don't have a soul oh my god he did a save state from yuppie psycho isn't that crazy look at that guy right there what's done to my hand Oh lordy, lordy! <laughs> Your arm is turned into a a, a, a slug. <sighs> yeah, I was trying. To, I was trying to get myself into a position that I could just do the. No, but... what was it? Um, if you go off the thingy, we're all gingers, so technically we don't have souls. <laughs> well, snake paper sorts that out. <laughs> but um, yeah. So D, I well, we're also here. I know we talked about KDA couple of weeks back and i i made my highly controversial point that um that, that riot chose the wrong song to sort of advertise the kda all out skins granted it was the only choice they could do because seraphim was only available for that one song but uh yeah you've listened to the ep mm-hmm. um... and uh, and remember what did you tell me what was your favorite song I kind of liked. Uh, it, I'm not sure. It, I, I video wise, I like more, but I get villain stuck in my head. Um, ah, funny you said that because on Friday I believe I told you that the concept video for villain came out, and uh, there will be videos also coming out for the remaining songs that haven't already got videos. Badass has got a video. So, so baddest was a lyric video. Mm. But more was a full music video. Uh, Villain was a concept video, and there are still two more videos for the the best and worst songs from the EP. I didn't like the last two songs, really. Now, and as you know me as a sort of a rhythm person, um, and how sort of the beat of music sort of affects the, not just the lyrical content and stuff like that, uh, from Go... Dumb. Drum go dumb? Yeah, that's the one. Oh. Has got the best beats in the in the in the 
the whole EP, and I guess that's why I like it. But, yeah, more. You can say that one as well. But, yeah, I like more for the... Um... I just like more is the one I've listened to the most. But, like earlier, Villain just got stuck on freaking loop. It's got the freaking airworm. Mm. Have got you listened airworm. to the EP yet, Duncan? He's, uh... I was just typing stuff. I was muted. Uh, I have not listened to it. No, I am. I'm. I've only got a couple songs. But yeah, um, songs. I like the first three, and the last two was like, eh. Yeah, there's there's the whole idea of each song being each member of the the things Aries one is, and and uh, I say this to all the sort of the KDA fans out there. Come at me. Come at me. I'll Show You is the worst song on that EP by far. Was that the last one? I'll Show You. Yeah, I'll Show You was the last one, wasn't it? That one was fucking terrible. So, what else? What else have we got? Uh... Fall Guys has got a untitled Goose Game tie-in. Oh. So you can get the untitled Goose. Yeah, the, yeah, you can get the awful Goose. Again, five dubs for the butt, five dubs for the head. But there's also an emote that you can get as well, which is the... I can't believe so... that was all about a freaking bell. The entire thing's about a bell. Well, you sort of know that at the beginning. Yeah, I suppose. The whole pile of bells. Yeah, the the pile of I was like, you see the pile of bells and I'm like, uh, uh, yeah. That's why they hate the goose. But yeah, um. Yeah, I'll just finish that message later. Uh... But yeah, that's an Untitled Goose game. That's yeah. What about Untitled Goose game? The the tie-in with four guys. No skin. Yeah. Untitled Goose Skin. Yep. Yeah, Untitled Goose Skin. Um, apparently, they've also, the, there has been another, I say apparently, I've been following the Fall Guys Twitter because, of course, they have. I may not have been playing the game as much, and I should get back to playing it. I think we should as well because it's fun. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It's been a while. But, uh, yeah, they've added a new round on there called Big Fans. Okay. Oh, yeah? Does it have a bunch of big fans in it? Uh, yeah. Uh, giant falling platforms and then it's got the little sweepers from um willy gig um, and and put them in there and some of the remix levels they've put new remix levels in there okay. like uh oh is perfect logic just or is yeah is perfect logic just too boring for you a perfect match was it the one where you got to match the the fruit stand on the towel with the fruits oh perfect yeah. match yeah that was I, I hate that map yeah too mm. too boring uh, how about we put a sweeper in that Okay, I mean, there's something, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And then they've, they've done a sort of like an Easter egg sort of thing called um, Little Yeeti. Okay. So tiny hammers hidden inside the walls of levels. Oh. And uh, if you reverse cool enough, you'll, you'll find them. So uh, there's that. So. I think and when they hit you, they... And when they hit you, you go flying like when you get hit with a giant in Skyrim. No. <laughs> this is like... Big... <laughs> K.O. Fushro Yeet. Fushro Yeet. <laughs> the only reason that was on my mind is because I was watching a dude play a Skyrim challenge playthrough while I was, before I came here. So. Uh, strange thing, I, the strange thing I've seen through Skyrim is the bowl going through the wall. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! People doing like crazy, like glitches and stuff in Skyrim. Skyrim is a fucking broken fucking game. It is like a glitchy, messy nightmare of a game. It's like, oh, uh, this door, this this vault's impenetrable. Whatever. The guy just gets a bowl and just goes through the wall. Impenetrable. Just puts a bowl in front of you and just goes. Yeah, basically. (laughs) 
I still remember it. There's actually like, like, I mean, there are, I mean, speedrunners use shit like that all the time. There's just like, I'm going to put a ball here and I'm going to walk through this wall and then I'm going to, uh, I'm going to stealthily steal this thing from this man's pocket and then I'm going to go over here. Then I'm going to, then I'm going to angle a horse at 70 degrees. I'm going to flying off like a fucking rocket across the map. <laughs> People, people, I'm going to I'm going to use some kind of weird save load glitch to uh, load a different to load my current save file with properties from another save file and uh, yeah. somehow uh, gain infinite move speed. It's yeah. it's they do ridiculous stuff in that game. Yeah. And if all else fails, I'll just walk through a, a door into someone's house, uh, fall through the skybox. Um, where there is just another door come out, and uh, oh yeah, I'm now at the end of the world. <laughs> there you go. Skyrim is broken. I'll give it that. Um, yeah, especially the original one before the special edition. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure which they're both. One? I'm sure they're pretty. I'm sure they're both broken, but our, our, like original launch day Skyrim is uh, just it's a dumpster fire of glitches. Yeah. It's fun if you can avoid running into all those glitches, um, mm. but. Oh boy. Yeah. It's it's oh. bad. So, um I have a game I played. More importantly, playing in a minute. So, do you remember that I talk about my love of the Yakuza games? Yakuza. Yep. yep. I've heard I've heard tale of the Yakuza. Yeah. And I've still I've... installed and not played them yet. Oh D. You're missing out. I also um uh... Downloaded two of the things on the Game Pass for the Will the Wisp or whatever it is, and there's one. Oh, Ori. Yeah. Well, Duncan recommended to you oh, yeah. to them to you're you. Playing, you're playing Ori. What are you doing with Ori? I've downloaded two of the Ori games. Yeah, so two it's like, ah, oh, oh, what's there's Ori, and why have you not two. played it yet? Yeah, there is only two. Yeah. Well, the Xbox has got both of them on the Game Pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're they're Xbox and Windows ex- exclusive, I think. Uh, well, no, that's not true. Uh, the original one was for a while, but I think there's like a Switch version for it now or something. Yeah, I believe that is the case. Um, um, I imagine that this the Will of the Wisp will probably follow a similar pattern, where they'll be staying on Microsoft stuff for a while because it is a Microsoft backed okay. game. It was yeah. made by like like Moon Studios or something, but it's yeah, part so, of the MGS um, or what they called like Xbox a... ID, I believe it's called. You the Blind Forest is the first in the series, but you can play either in any order. There's oh, there, they have their their stories are independent enough from each other that you can watch whatever play whatever hmm. in whatever order. Actually, have I talked about Tacoma? Tacoma I don't think you have talked about Tacoma, but as I've also played that game, and I think mean, I may have mentioned it slightly, but how was, how was your experience on Tacoma? And for those who are unsure what Tacoma is, what is it? Oh, it's been a while. It's, I played it a couple of it's weeks been a while. back. Uh, I played it a couple of weeks back, but it was. Um, it, it was. Like, I actually can't really remember. I played it, completed it one day, and I just went, oh, okay. Oh. So it's a walking sim. Yeah, you. Go through a ship or something, and you've got to get. Yeah. Donker, what are you doing? What are you doing? The ship. You, you don't want to do that. No, you Why start. Not? Uh, you start. On, is come with the one or is you... that the things you principal? Is this the one where you've got the? You start on the ship. No, that's thingy. I'm getting mixed up with the other one. Oh God. The Chorin test. Oh, that yeah, that's a completely different game. I haven't played that one. Uh, the Chorin test is you get given a series of pull. Um, D? Ryan's got an eye. Oh, God, your mouth is an eye. And his other eye is a demon. It's... Sorry, that's distracting. It's very, Sorry. very distracting. I would love to know what fucking games D's been playing. Sorry, go on. Uh, uh, well. The Turing test is the one I remember. You go on a ship that's got an AI on it, and everyone's not there anymore. Mm. And you play through the ship, and you unlock a series of... You've got to do a series of puzzles. The Turing test is a puzzle to say that the computer... The AI itself 
is basically. Oh, is that the other one? No, a Turing test is like a self-identifying <laughs> sort of thing. Can somebody help this man <laughs> or no. this person? This this person. We can. We can. Someone help this 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 D from uh, uh drowning in their in their own uh, thoughts. No, basically, I um, I played the Trojan test and I have played Tacoma and the both space kind of deals. Yeah, they're both spaceships. They both have AI, except during test, there's a bit more of a well, a thing oh, about oh. like self awareness and stuff that goes on in that. Tacoma is more a human side. Is that the one? I know one of them's got um. Right, one is a first person puzzle game. And the other is a walking simulator where you just learn the story. And about the different crew members. Yes, that's Tacoma. Okay, I know which one's which now. Um, Tacoma was the one where, yeah, they, you, there's like a bunch of like points and you got to find them inside the thing and you rewind and you got to play the things and you find out what happened to the crew. Mm. Um. To say yeah, the... yeah. This, I mean, so the brief story is that you are a person who's whose job is you're tasked to recover an AI from a space station. AI, yeah. artificial yeah. intelligence. It turns out the artificial intelligence uh, saved the crew because they were all meant to have died. Uh, they got announced dead. Where yeah. they're actually just alive. The corporation just killed them. Yeah. They, they, well. They were supposed to. That's the sort of story, is that the company that they were all working for were wanting to make residential apartments in space. Sorry. They needed money and they, they needed money or some or financing and they, they said the crew was dead because the life support yeah, failed. It, it, it wasn't going to work, so they needed a, they needed a hearts and minds thing. But uh, yeah, they wanted to do space, but they wanted to do apartments in space. Yeah, basically. Um, the Turing test, that's... That was... Um... Churro so, test. Is that, that you make thing? a bunch of churros? No, it's more like um, Portal a little bit. You have mm. to get through it like a Portal game. Yeah, solve, solve puzzles, learn the story about why you've got this AI embedded in you and all that shit. Yeah, and the AI is basically... Yeah, the AI is try- trying to learn and whatnot. Yeah, hence Turing test. Yeah, is the AI super malicious and want to kill all the humans? Uh, hmm. It wants to live. Yeah. It, it sort of plays that idea. It's not necessarily, you know, evil. evil because it wants to take over the world, but it will use others to, to meet its goals. keep itself alive. Yeah. It will sacrifice. Basically, yeah. it will sacrifice. If it will sacrifice everyone else for the greater good for its survival. Yeah, I mean, look what you've done. The greater good. The greater good is its survival. The greater good. The greater good. Oh, fuck. <laughs> will you shut up? Ah, good. Yarp. No, we're all fans of Hot Fuzz. That's great. Yarp. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. don't want to do this, I Michael. Was... Half Us is awesome. Half Us is like the best comedy movie ever made. Yeah. Everyone and their uh, mums are packing around here. Like who? Farmers. Farmers. Who else? Farmers' mums. Farmers' mums. <laughs> the little hand says it's time to rock and roll. I think it will be a great Muppet. <laughs> are you ever... Have you you ever and your him? monkey. Why did we bring him? Because an edgy nudge. Hold on, hold on, it's like, yeah, you and your monkey. What is he talking about, me or that? <laughs> sea mine. It's a pile of junk. Sorry. <laughs> it's just so quotable. It's just great. It's just so quotable in advanced driving and advanced cycling. Does that look like Bob? That's Dave. Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, you do. <laughs> do you want me to take this to a higher authority? You want you want me to take this you want me to you want me to take this to the, the, the chief inspector? Yeah. Yep. 
Kenneth. It's like, I'm already here. <laughs> How's the hand? It's like, we'll just see what the crew has to say about this. Bird. It's <laughs> uh, a good movie. Oh, it, 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 it's it's, it's, it's really... memorable, but it it's also worth noting that how much of the the direction and visuals of the of the comedy are important because mm-hmm. none of these jokes are really made entirely by the words themselves for the most part. Most yeah. most of them are like it's the editing and the direction and the it's, it's just like little bits of sound as well, like with the farmer's mum's joke. Yeah, you know he says, "Oh, farmers," and then who else? Farmers, mums, and then you hear a cash register. Yeah, it's like, yeah. What was but, it? Um, in fact, good. that was one of the trivia bits that um, oh Timothy Dalton, mm. who's I uh, played. Um, oh God, I've forgotten the name of the character. The guy who owns the local supermarché. Sergeant Mister Skinner. To the yes, end. Skinner. Yeah, that's it. And he he like says he wants to toast. To, to all the fallen, and he spikes the lens. The spiking the lens in acting terms is looking directly at the camera lens. Oh. So he like says, "Oh, I'll toast to to their memory," and he looks at the camera. And because he does, Edgar Wright got the sound manager to put a cash register mm. sound effect in as he spikes the lens. What is it? Um, but but yeah, it doesn't have a great big bushy beard. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's uh, Edgar Wright. He knows how to direct a movie, that fella. Uh, it's my favorite one out of the Tornado trilogy, anyway, by far. Mm-hmm. Hand down. I yeah, I, I agree. It's my favorite of the three as well. I, I think uh, I think Shaun of the Dead has is uh, a little special place in my heart, and I think it's a pretty stellar movie also. But Hot Fuzz is definitely the best of the three. Mm-hmm. And we can all agree that. World Ends is good, but it's not as good. Yeah, you see, it's not poor by any means. It's mediocre. Has made a bad movie. I don't even think he's made a mediocre movie. No, I don't know. Let's 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 think of what he's done here. So the movies that that we know, the the three trilogies, Baby Driver and uh, Scott Pilgrim. I like Scott Pilgrim. Baby Driver was all right. Yeah, so he hasn't made Driver, Baby Driver was one of those movies where it was like, like in terms of like direction, awesome. It was a, that is a that is a sweet car chase heisty kind of movie mm-hmm. from a, totally like a filmmaking perspective. Story wise, it's a little, and mm-hmm. uh, the characters are like I I don't remember any of them. They're all boring and crap. But uh, some of like the supporting characters are actually pretty cool. But uh, the over story wise, it's bleh. it's just. But it's a it's a it's a good looking movie. Mm-hmm. So uh, Yakuza then. Yep. Yakuza. Right, that's the thing you're talking about at some point, and then uh, yeah. And then then D talked about what they played, which was also good. Yeah, basically uh, somewhere between the Torrentist and Kokoma, I couldn't freaking see which. Until you said what the distinguishing thing was, I was like, ah, that one was that one, that one was that one, because I played them both in like in three days. A part or something after I completed them both in one time, one go through. Mm. So, uh, yeah, anyone who doesn't know what Yakuza games are, action RPGs, effectively, mm. where you star as Kiryu Kazama and uh, you kick the living shit out of people in brutal, massive things while also, uh, you know, enjoying a nice, if not over the top, crime noir mm. storyline. So it is a indeed. No, the over the top storyline for me has got to be Duncan Rumpa. Well, Especially the yeah, but that's that's over the top the entire way through. Well, that's that's <laughs> that's uh, yeah. It's the Yakuza is different because it's like it's it's sort of, it, you know it goes back and forth between like you know sort of realish hard hitting crime drama versus uh, going into out. going into a patriarch's thing when he's and he's a fucking baby. <laughs> yeah, or it's just like it's a it's a whole it's just it's a whole fucking thing. I've I've never played any of the games myself, but I've watched clips. Oh, he of, play like, it. Yeah, he's played like the whole series practically. 
Basically, if Ryan's been streaming it, we've had it open and watched bits and pieces of it. Yeah, and I think, yeah, it's like this, uh, the one that keeps popping up is Ray Narvaez, and he's currently playing through the new game. Yeah. Yep, he's still on all that, all them. Yeah, because yeah, but half, then... of, half, of, half of his clips are just, just Yakuza highlights. Mm-hmm. But there is, there is this deviation from gameplay, which is uh, Yakuza like a dragon. Unofficially known as Yakuza Seven, like a dragon, um, and and known known in its in its part by the fact that you don't play as Kiryu because as part of the storyline he's dead. Oh, okay. Spoilers for uh, for people who played Number Six or not played Number Six, Kiryu uh, basically goes off the grid to oh. keep everyone alive because it turns out that he's decided after these 10 years of storyline gameplay that he's a danger to anyone around him and while he's oh considered God. alive people will still want to kill him what's what happens so when you're about... the most like the most respected and feared yakuza so what you're saying is that after all these weird like dragon ball z esque street brawls that he's been getting into over the last 10 years he finally goes full goku and it's just like ah fuck it i'm i'm out of here i'm I'm just going to stay dead. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, look, there's only so many times you can blow up the Millennium Tower. In <laughs> No, seriously, every game's culminating fight happens generally at that giant skyscraper in Camarocho, except for the last game where it's done at the dock of a battleship that was hidden under a waterfall for 40 years. Don't don't ask. But anyway, like okay. a dragon, new character, it's called Ichiban. Um okay. Has the wildest looking haircut because of a story element. He generally has it permed, but he gets, like most Yakuza games, he ends up in prison. 18 years later, he comes out and he's woefully inept when it comes to any sort of new things like technology. Doesn't know how to use a smartphone. He wants to know where the buttons are. Technology. Um, and someone then tries to give him a, what they called a punch perm, and um, she didn't know what it was. So his hair looks like he's a lion. Punch. But the biggest. Like change is that it's a, it's a turn-based RPG now. Okay, that's a that's a substantial difference. Yeah. Mm. Um, so you know, just a you know free you know free free ball and action RPG kind of thing. Yeah. Before. But um, yeah, no, and you know what? It mostly works. So sort of the characters mm-hmm. move around the map in real time, a la I don't know Final Fantasy. But you then choose your turns, and based on where you are in locations, it does have the sort of the Yakuza effect of if you're near a bike rack, or if you're near like a bicycle, when you go to do your attack, he'll just pick up the bike and hit someone with it. If he's not, he'll do just a normal attack. Um, it has your general functions. You can use your skills, etc. Uh, guard and attack. Also known as the Sega system. Yeah. I see. So you have uh so so you say the combat is like like you can move around the map but like your attacks are like So yeah, the characters or... sort of move automatically, so they'll be sort of like Mexicans standoffing each other. Uh, as okay. as each person's turn happens and then when it's your turn you choose what you want to do and then you'll go forward and attack someone. It's got little clever bits like if there's if there's a target that you want to hit and there's another enemy in front of you, or in front of them, there's a chance that while you run to attack them, they'll just get in the way and just punch you in the side of the head while you're trying to run towards them. Oh. So there's like there's tactical bits that go on in, in regards to it. And But it's, it's, it's like an RPG, and the reason behind it is it acts like Dragon Quest, because Ichiban loves Dragon Quest. It's mentioned right at the beginning of the game. Uh, the reason the reason he wants to do what he does, and he considers himself as a heroic yakuza, so yeah, he'll do all this collections and and you know debt collecting and all the stuff, but he generally cares about people. Mm. Um, it's sort of a little bit like sounds Kiryu like is like. Uh, sounds like some Godfather esque yakuza propaganda manipulation, trying to keep people think that yakuza is not so bad. To me, yeah. I don't I mean, know. I mean, the, the, the thing the thing is, at the end of the day, in real life, they are an organised crime syndicate, but the thing that they do have is they have sort of a level morals. of honour. Like, morals. Yeah. It's like, a Yakuza will not attack a civilian. 
but they'll kick the shit out of each other. That's not to say that if a civilian gets in the way of uh, Yakuza's business, that they just won't punch him in the face. They'll give him a punch. Yeah. But, you know, they, they all have that. But, yeah, combat combat's nice. So leveling up, of course, it's going to have its weird-ass minigames. It definitely has its weird-ass stories um, and sub-stories. One of them is collecting cans using, a, like, a, a trike, and it's got a sort of Pac-Man-style mechanic in it. Waka 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 bring that you you collect your cans and but there's rival drivers and if they bang into you you lose your cans but if you then pick up blue energy drinks you can then bump into them and they fall off and you gain their cans. Okay, that's like say, it's Pac-Man. I was gonna say it's like um sounds like something like Sunset Overdrive would freaking do. Mm. But uh yeah. Having fun, we'll maybe report about it more when more is more is played. Because yeah. the other thing about Yakuza games is that they're long. I mean, they're, I mean, they're not they're not Persona Five Royal long. Japanese <laughs> people like long games. Let's just yeah. put it out there. They like long fucking games. They make yeah. some short games, but they also make long fucking games. Nobody it's... makes long games the way Japanese people make. Yeah, it's weird as well. Sort of, sort of Japanese sort of games go into it, like you say. Yeah, long like, games, no, RPGs. You're expected like to put forty plus hours into them. It's like and, um, a Metal Gear Solid game. There you go. Metal Gear Solid. Well, when you know what you. To do in Metal Gear Solid, it's not a long game. Oh, okay. They're, they're not long games. Um, a lot of it is just filled. I mean, especially Metal Gear. A lot of it is filled with cutscene. If you got rid of a cutscene of Metal Gear Solid Two, for example, mm. the gameplay in that probably comes down to about two hours. Uh. But the the other extreme on that is that they develop arcade shoot 'em ups, quarter yeah. quarter fillers, and and they. they Go through something like I don't know Ikaruga, for example. You can complete that game if you're good in 15 minutes. Mm. Well, well, well we, we got to the point where, no, but we got to the point where we got eight lives at one. We had unlimited lives at one point, so we actually did finish the dumb thing. Yeah, because we sucked that bad. That took like ten hours. Well, it was, it was a credit an hour. Yeah, it's a credit an hour, and to get unlimited credits, it was like ten, twelve hours of gameplay. Mm. But. uh yeah. Mm. God, everyone everyone seems tired. Yeah, I wasn't even I was tired when I started this podcast. I don't know why. It's just, I, I have no energy lately. I, I don't really work that much. I work four days a week, like six, seven hours a day. Well, I've got school. I, I don't know. I just have zero no you do the thing. Just Mine's no true. energy to me anymore. I don't know why. Mine's yeah. just the lack of doing stuff. I've just been... I did shopping like a week and a half ago and not actually been out since. Mm. Uh, shorter days. Getting bored of global pandemic. Yeah, all of the above. Mm. I'm sure. But, you know, hippie happy at some point. It's going 2021, y'all. Yeah. It's going to be the best year you ever lived through. So don't don't miss it. I'm I'm not going to say the thing. I'm not going to say the thing. Unless you want me to say the thing. I don't know what the thing is. So it can't be worse than this year. We were doing so good and then you fucked it up. <laughs> yeah. You hear this? You hear this sound? This is the sound of me knocking on wood. Just to prove everyone that I am, in fact, knocking on wood. This is my wooden desk. I'm knocking on it. Yeah. So, uh, so we'll knock on wood, and we'll just, uh, I guess, we'll wrap this up then. So, uh, D. Oh, if you like what you just like, what we've just babbled on about for the last while, do the like, share, subscribe, and click the notification bell. Yeah. And remember, we're not just here as videos, we're here as audio. So uh, links for Spotify and Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your podcasts. Even iHeartRadio if you want to specifically listen to episode 32. (laughs) But no, uh, what was it? That particular episode, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One sec.
magically it all appears here somewhere. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Well, when we when we disappear, when you hear the outro music, which we're being told to to, to go for the outro music right now, where it's happening, uh, you can subscribe in the middle of the screen, and you can look at the last playlist, the last video that we did on the left, and the podcast playlist on the right. So oh, I I don't know where my crook is. We need to get a crook. I am not a crook. Uh, what is the thing that Bo Peep has? Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a crook. Yeah, it is, it is a crook. Yeah. So uh, That's with, it is. It just with that, a... we're gonna we're gonna uh, exit stage right. Oh wait, I can I can crook myself. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> where is it? Where did I put it? Did I lose it? I might I might have just screwed up my joke. Oh. Well, Duncan, Duncan did exit stage right at that point. Oh, damn. Uh, cut this. Cut this out. I, I, um, I can't find it. It's gone. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, I used to have a... Uh... Oh, wait. I found it. Okay. Perfect. There you go. There's the oh, king. Yeah. And then it's just like, all right, guys, time to go. Oh.